This show is brought to you in part by GoDaddy.com. Get $96 in free extras with your domain name from GoDaddy.com. Each domain name includes free hosting with a website builder, a free blog, complete email, and much more. Plus, as a listener of the World of Warcast podcast, enter code WARCAST, that's W-A-R-C-A-S-T, and save an additional $5 off any order of $30 or more. Some restrictions apply. See site for details. Get your piece of the internet at GoDaddy.com. This show is also brought to you by Typefrag. With an awesome full-featured website, regional servers to help serve you better, easy-to-use controls, server management, 24-7 support, Mac and Windows support, and a 30-day money-back guarantee, Typefrag is the best choice for your guild for voice chat. Use coupon code WARCAST and get 25% off your first month. That's typefrag.com. Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast. I am Lindian. And I am Starman. And this is episode 106. 106. Recorded on Wednesday, looking at the clock, the 11th of August. 2010? 2010. Yes, you have to remember to say the date. Remember how we got in trouble way back when for not saying the date? Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. That, that's a callback right there. So, uh, Starman, what have you been doing this week? I did two podcasts. What did you do? Uh, I did one podcast. Okay. All right, moving on. BlizzCon. Did, wait, wait. No, no. I, I rated. Oh, you get out of here. I actually rated. Get out of here. I rated. Uh, you rated what? Uh, uh, five Man? No. Uh, no. <laughs> Very funny. ICC 10. ICC 10. Yes, awesome. Uh, my, uh, my guild, whose rating team essentially fell apart. Decided that the, the the people that were left over were going to raid this past Sunday, and that's why I didn't do Geekistry on Sunday night. And um, we did ICC ten, so it was one, two, three, four, five, five or six guildies. The rest were pugs. They were good pugs. We made it all the way to uh, blood blood. What's her name? Blood Queen. Blood Queen. Yes. Blood Queen. We made it all the Blood way to Queen Blood Queen. Land, Land, BQL. 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 Made it all the way to her. And who's after her? Sindragos, and then. Well, she's the she's the end boss of that wing. So mm-hmm. you, I'm, uh, you did um, all the stuff where Professor Putricide yep. was. Your Rotface and Fester. Did all and that, those. and then we did. Then you did the princes and Blood Queen. Yep. And then you have Dreamwalker, and then Sindragosa, and then Lich King. Okay, yeah. so we're short three. Yeah, that's pretty good in one night. How long did it take you? Four hours. Mm, that's not bad. You, and we we, we one shotted everything up to the princes. We, that was three attempts, and Blood Queen was three attempts. Very and nice. And one of them was on hard mode. I, th- I think it was. I think it must have been the the ship. Blood. Oh, the ship is really easy. That's, yeah, that's really the loot easy. ship. So Actually, I think we did that on hard mode. Blood Queen is really easy on heroic. Once you get used to the fight, if you if you don't you if you're going into it cold, you really don't want yeah. to. But Blood Queen is really easy on heroic. Um, the ship is really easy on heroic. Uh, Marigar, well, Marigar has a little uh, thing. But we're going to get into that actually. It's one yes, of our, we are. Our so, so you were mentioning BlizzCon. BlizzCon, yeah. What is that? BlizzCon. It's this. Some, it's this thing. It's this thing in Anaheim. We're going. Yes, we are. So um, I don't if, know what we're if doing. Some people have been listening to Rawcast. Uh, yes. I think you you kind of let it slip uh, right in there that we're going, but for some strange reason, I, I don't know. I, the only reason why I let it slip is because I completely forgot to mention it on the last show. Exactly. I kept thinking that we did. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Oops. So uh, yeah, so Gildy of mine uh, had uh, two extra tickets. He actually was one of the you know point zero zero one percent of people who actually got in on the you know the, the day of was it the first day or second day? I forget which day. Yeah. And he got in, he got his five tickets. And uh, three of the guildies, uh, friends that live in the same na- in the same geographical area, wanted to go, mm-hmm. uh, but he still had uh, two extras, I guess. You know, just hanging around, laying around. So then he offered it up. He you know, put a post on the forums and said, "Anybody want these?" And just so happens, yes. it just so happens that I saw the post about two and a half minutes after he put it up. So what I do? I called you up. And I said, hey, you want to go? You got tickets? You want to go? Want to go? Want to go? Oh, I still owe you 150 bucks. Uh, that would be helpful, yeah. Yes, it would. Okay. <laughs> did you book the hotel room yet? Yes. Oh, awesome. So did I. 
Yeah. I didn't book my flight yet. And neither did I. That, that's that's usually not a, a big deal. I don't want to. Yeah, that, that's kind of important though. Uh, yeah. Actually getting there. But you know, you can always cancel the hotel room if anything goes wrong. But you can't cancel the. Yeah, you can't flights, cancel so. the flight. So we're gonna go to BlizzCon. We don't know what we're doing. There are some meetups. I know, I know what are, I'm doing. What are you doing? I'm going to see stuff. Uh, I know you're going to see stuff, but I'm just talking about what are, what are we going to do as far as like a meetup or something. We'd have so. to. Yeah, we definitely have to sit down and figure it out. We got to see who else is going. I know. Um, the Roarcast people are going. Yep. Um, I guess we got to figure out uh, who else. I don't else. know who else is actually going. Yeah. I know some people. It's not like it's not like two years ago where like everybody went. Well, I know the analog whole people aren't going anymore. Yes, I know. They have They're their not, own local. So, so Christy and uh, Mike aren't going. Ren's not going. Um, I don't know about uh, the instance guys. I don't know because yeah. I just I haven't heard. I haven't heard anything. I know Cat's going to be there, but I don't know if Patrick is going. Uh, I mean, the the details of who's going and who's not have been really spotty this time around. For some reason, it's it's not like everybody's running around going, "Oh yeah, yeah, we're going." Uh, I'll have to find out. I have to get a list. Sure. Well, we can also just have people, you know, hit us up on Twitter or send a, send us an email. Let us know. Yeah, let us know if you're going. Podcaster, no. Let me know if you're going because I I would really like to get a master list going of who's actually going to be there. And all the kick-ass after parties. Now, what are you expecting from BlizzCon? What am I expecting from BlizzCon? Uh, I'm expecting one thing. Go ahead. What are you expecting? A release date for Diablo 3. Really? You yes. think so? Oh, yes. I'm expecting a release. Well, at the minimum, off the top of my head, I'm expecting a release date for Cataclysm. I think it's going to be November. this year. Yeah. Probably like somewhere around Thanksgiving. Probably after Thanksgiving, before Christmas. But yeah, somewhere on the... Like, but no, they're cutting it close, don't you think? I think that we would get a release date for Cataclysm because the the publications have to be printed two to three months in advance. If it's coming out in November, the ads have to go in like now. But, you know, thinking back to when Lich King was in beta, mm-hmm. we can... Uh, I haven't got my invite yet, but I know you've been playing around with it, but I've also been, you know, keeping track of, of all different things. I know the one of the last big things they had was a huge change to the client Yes, where everyone had to re-download it Yeah, again. that reminds me. I have to re-download mine. I think I should do that right now. But I think, you know what? Just like with the previous beta, I think that's going to be our best gauge as far as when it's going to be released. Mm-hmm. Once we get a sense, which I'm pretty sure no one really has a sense for, there's all kinds of cool vids and stuff on, you know, how to level uh, a goblin and, and a worgen and all that kind of oh, stuff. Oh, sure. But w- I, I don't think I've seen or heard of anything where it's a you have a good sense of, yeah, this is starting to come together. And, yeah, I just need some, you know, minor tweaking or, you know, not so much major tweaking before it's ready. Because, you know, once we get that feeling – then I think we're going to be like you know two months out. That, oh yeah, that kind of a thing. Yeah, because we saw Lich King slip to to January, you know. Yes. And since we're in the beta back then, we could just see. Oh yeah, you know this isn't finished and that's not finished. I'm not talking about like you know the 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 raids which don't have to be ready to go at launch date, but we're talking about you know the the basic stuff like the new zones and quests and you know other you know major things like that. Hmm. So it, everything's coming together. And there's there's still some surprise some surprises that are coming mm-hmm. before Cataclysm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I told you about that. No, I'm drawing a blank. No, I'll tell you later. Okay. Okay. So let's let's move on. We got now we're going to be doing a, a listener feedback section at the end. But there was one listener that wrote about alchemy. Yes. Now I have now I have to scroll down to the bottom of my document. Yeah, here. he's uh, he's actually uh, I was going over the World of Warcast emails. He's actually a pretty regular. Um, a regular oh. emailer. Okay, I'm, I'm going to try to <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pronounce no. this. Alessander. Yeah, Alessander. Yeah, all right, I got it. He said, <clears throat> excuse me, he says, I will miss Alacha. Yes, yes, we will too. Yes. She's around. Yeah, she hasn't dropped off the face of the earth completely. But I, but I did like the jewel crafting <laughs> discussion. Yeah. Did. <laughs> like the jewel crafting discussion. Alchemy next. So... Let's talk a little bit about alchemy. Sure. I took one of my farming tunes and turned her into an alchemist in about three days. Nice. And it was so easy. So freaking easy because I had a farmer, a different farmer tune. My death knight is now a farmer. Mm. How pathetic is that? I've taken I've taken this this agent of the Lich King and essentially <laughs> kicked her down to picking flowers and, 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 and mining, um, mining rocks. Mining rocks. <laughs> 
Picking away at rocks. I can't play Death Knight to save my life. So, so I ran her around. She gathered all the flowers and stuff. My, my, my current alchemist, my druid, she actually had a boatload of stuff in the bank. So that helped with the level 40 and 50 and higher stuff. <clears throat> so, so I, I basically just, it, it, it's like this, the, the recipes that you need for alchemy are so easy to do. Sure. Very, very, very easy. You just, you have your, um, you have your herbs and you have your vials and then you're, you're done. It's not like jewel crafting. Yeah. Which is a real pain. Yeah. Excuse me. Jewel crafting, which I mean, getting past 215, 225 in jewel crafting was horrible. And now I'm at 306 and I can't get past that because as I said before, that the freaking jewels are so expensive and the, the green jewels from outlands are 15 gold a piece. Right. I can go get them, but I've just become so disheartened by the whole thing that I'm just like, oh, whatever. But anyway, I got my jewel, my jewel crafting. I got my alchemy up. The thing is that the 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 potions don't really sell well on the auction house. Which ones? Like the the, the lower level ones. Oh, okay. Like up until level seventy, I mean, the stuff doesn't sell at all. Yeah, it's not really not really used and, that much anymore. And, and admittedly, I wasn't making a lot of them. But I put a couple up here and there, like mana potions or health potions or specialty potions, like see invisible. Nothing. Wouldn't even get a bite on them. So I didn't bother. I just said, eh, so what? I'll just I'll get her up to four fifty so she can start. Now the reason why I started doing alchemy is because I have so many gems in my bank. The lower uh, level, the, the lower, ones, the yeah. uh, the blue ones yep. that I needed to turn them into epics so that I can actually do something with them. Yep. And when I'm doing. I was I was actually making I was getting more blue gems than I could transmute them. Right. So I needed a second one, and it was so easy to do. I just said, "All right." So I got her up to alchemy uh, to four fifty in three days. And now she's making my gems for me. Yep. Which is nice. Yeah, it makes sense because you can only do one transmute a day, which really kind of stinks. I don't like that, and it's really. That's like, that's across everything, right? No matter what kind of transmute, it could be for yeah. for primals or for for gems. So, yeah, that's 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 going back to reminds me the the JC grind we're talking about with the daily. Uh-huh. You can only get one token a day unless you want to start buying up titanium powder on the auction. Yeah, house, I don't like that. Like what, hundred fifty, two hundred gold mm-hmm. a stack, a stack of ten. But so. then we talked about jewel crafting as a way to make money. Yep. Alchemy, you can make money as well, but you but the margin that you make off of it is not as as high as jewel crafting. Unless you start playing some tricks on the auction house, so once you start getting some capital funds, you get yourself a couple thousand gold mm-hmm. to where you can start, uh, for lack of a better word, being a dick. Where you go and you buy up all yeah. the other ones and just repost them, you know, for you know, repost it all for you know a little bit more. Yep. And I'm not talking about you know. Uh, a huge discrepancy where some idiot will put something up for like one gold, which should be, you know, <laughs> 20. Yeah. That's just a no brainer. Anybody can go buy up all those one gold ones. I'm talking about, okay, so there's, you know, let's say 15 items. And you know, I've, I've done this with JC, but there's like, there's 15 items up there mm-hmm. and they really, it really should be selling because you're doing auction house scans and you know what the median price is. Plus you have a good sense because you've done it a while. So let's say, um, uh, Frostworm flasks, yeah, should be going for what about twenty gold, right? Uh, on my server, they go for between eighteen and twenty-two. Yeah, yeah, so, somewhere around there. So let's say twenty gold. So let's say there's only you know ten of them up there, and let's say you put up the first five for twenty, and someone else put them up you know for fifteen, hmm. and put up you know ten of them at fifteen. It's like, hmm, well, I could just, you know, buy up those and, mm-hmm. and just repost them for 20 or 22, whatever it is, you know, and then, you know, make your profit that way. But, yeah, generally speaking with alchemy, and one of the things kind of, one of my pet peeves actually is I'm a transmute specialist. Yeah. <sighs> up until literally two days ago, I have not had a proc <laughs> for months. I'm months. I'm not I like surprised. maybe Maybe... In the last two months, I may have had like a two proc like twice, and finally, like like just the other day, I had a five proc, mm-hmm. which is like the, I think the very very first time I've ever had a five proc, but it was really pissing me off to the point where you know what? Maybe I should switch. Maybe I should switch to potions because you know my mage needs potions, yeah, yeah, uh, for raiding and stuff. 
So maybe I'll switch to potions, you know, to make the the speed potions or the wild magic potions, or switch to flasks, you know, for, sure. to make the flasks and all that. But I usually just buy the flasks. But 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 yeah. So so for you for alchemy, your main motivation was the transmutes, right? So you're probably transmutes. That was specialist. it. The epic gem transmutes, just to get stuff out of my inventory. And and as I said before, with this cataclysm date looming. Over us, you know like that at some cloud. point the epic gems are going to be, you know, like worth nothing. At some point, at some so point, I wanted to make my money while I could. That's going to be months away, though. It is going to be months away, but but you know, all right. So primordial, primordial serenite mm-hmm. in around April was a thousand gold, maybe twelve hundred oh, gold. That. Yeah, fifteen, twelve, fifteen on my yeah. server. Yep. Now they're five hundred. So you're starting to see that drop server. now. Now, granted, supply and demand, right? So there are more people, especially with this 30% buff and all that we're going to talk about, more people are getting the primordial serenites, but it's still a fact that the stuff is dropping. Oh, there's another reason, too. So for people who've been running ICC regularly, Uh ask me how many badges I have in my mage. Oh, I'm sure you have a lot. What do you have, like 300? 450. Wow. So why don't you just... There's nothing Put else for me to buy. Primordial Serenite is it, right? Yeah. Well, and then and this is this is the thing. It's another another kind of pet peeve of mine because, mm-hmm. like, with my shaman, I have my shaman decked out in like you know ten man healing gear. Yeah. And and but the thing is, you know, sometimes we're full on healers, and he wants to go his DPS. So his DPS gear is lacking. I mean, mm-hmm. I need to get two sets of gear for this guy. I mean, here I have like 450 badges on my mage. Why can't I use that somehow to start getting him some of the gear? It's, yeah. It's kind of frustrating. It's just you know another another grind. But yeah, I've been thinking about that. Like I really haven't play, been playing my warrior much. Should I? And he's got the quest. You know, can I start working on those twenty five serenite to start getting at least like whatever the first? Why not? Uh, the first one for the but, for the legendary or what? See, here's the this is the way I look at it. You can do that with your twenty five serenites. That's fine. But I'm looking at those 25 Serenites as like 6,500 gold. You're going to need gold in the expansion. Right. Whatever you get out of your legendary, within months that thing is going to be useless as far as gear goes with Cataclysm. So I look at it like I'm I'm working towards the future of my character and, and the things that I, I might want with my you – know, or my other characters. Uh, I, I, I made, I, I made a, um, a Merlin's robe. Mm-hmm. For myself, that was it. That's about as far as I'm going to go with that. Sure. And there's some other uh, tailored things you can get too. But oh, yeah, sure. that makes sense. Yeah. So, so right. I mean, that that that's really all I can say about alchemy. There's really nothing special about it. Uh, I would say pick whatever specialty you're going to use for yourself, your raid, your guild, whatever you want. I picked uh, elixir mastery. I forgot why. <laughs> Uh, but but it works it works for me right <laughs> excuse me uh, and and it's and like I said it's very easy to do oh yeah I know I know for me um, I don't even have an herb picker tune at all oh you don't <laughs> no some so of that I, stuff I, is expensive some of it was some of it was but for the most part I and I guess it depends on the economy or server on my server it really wasn't that bad I was able to pretty much buy all the stuff I needed plus I wasn't in a hurry so if some you know idiot had a stack up for 30 gold when it really shouldn't have been 30 gold it should have been whatever like 10 or for 15 like what dreamfoil um it's been a while but yeah for, for as an dreamfoil example something is still like dreamfoil. stupid money Stupid yeah. money for Dreamfoil. It's like the, you know the old days. Mm. You know, I'd run around a jar. I could probably make a fortune if I wanted to. That or like Fell Lotus. I'm trying to remember some of the Outland, yeah, uh, some of the Outland stuff. Wow. Most of it, most of it was was I was like I said, I wasn't in a rush. So yeah, there are guys out there putting it up for really outrageous amounts of money. But I just waited. I wasn't in a in a terrible rush, and I was able to get it cheaper. So I probably in total spent I don't know. 300, 400 can, gold, maybe 500 gold, and you, got to max level. You can always take the, those herbs and make an inscription tune. I might do that. I just started doing that with my druid, yeah. Yeah, I, I may do that. I have a I have a warlock, and uh, I keep saying to myself, I am never, ever, ever touching a warlock again for the rest of my <laughs> life. It's my third attempt at a warlock, and I just I just hate playing a warlock. You I, know, those, the, those warlocks that we started, I think yeah. that was the very first tune I ever deleted. Oh really? And it was, yeah, I've, still... I've since deleted my hunter because I just not because I hated him, but because I really didn't have much time to play him and never really got into it. But not because yeah. I hated it, 
But the lock, <laughs> yeah, I know. But then again, that I mean, we did that a long time ago before the locks, you know, were updated and all yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. We thought, you know, we we kept hearing, oh, locks are OP, and we got our we got our blue guys and like kept dying because we thought God. we could pull like three guys at a time. Yeah, and you can't. Yeah, you can't. Well, maybe now you can, but. <laughs> so we're we were we were thinking about what we were going to do for the show, some some different stuff. Segments, yes. Yes, yeah, segments and. We were thinking about how to separate things from the cast that may not necessarily be good for a show. Right. For example, you wanted to bring back some mage-related stuff, which is good. But then the problem that I was having with that is, well, people may not want to listen to us talking about mages every single show. In the main show, right? In, in, In the main show. So what I think we're going to do is we're going to split out some things. We're not going to announce exactly what. They're going to be class related. Maybe they're going to be profession related. I don't just know. Just specific topics. Specific topics, and, and and again, we're going to put these things, these mini casts, in the main feed. So if you don't want it, you just delete it. Right. Don't listen to it. Right. And if people don't like that, then maybe we'll make a separate feed. But and I don't know. But right. we're, we're going to go as as people tell us they like it or don't like it. So whatever you want to see us talk about. Now this is. Another announcement. Well, it's not really an announcement. We sort of had conflicting email addresses in the last show. And we've, right. and, and Lindy and I sort of agreed that all the feedback should go to worldofwarcast at gmail.com. Right. Makes sense. And then, of course, Lindy's email will still be the magistower at gmail.com. And right. I'll be starman at worldofwarcast.com. So, in fact, I need to forward, in case anybody tries emailing Lindy at worldofwarcast.com, oh, okay. I should forward it. I just thought of that. Okay. Ah, inside baseball. So... <laughs> But so so generally, what what I was asking for before, I was asking for specific feedback, and I asked you to send it to me. Yes. Now just send it to worldofwarcast at gmail dot com. Mm-hmm. I have received some feedback, uh, yeah, we'll a couple of things, that. a couple of emails, and a couple of tweets on some specific class related questions. So those are going to be great candidates for our first uh, mini cast or mm-hmm. what, you know, whatever the, whatever it's going we'll, to be. We'll figure so it out. We'll and, figure it out. And uh, for those people who did reach out to me, um, I got your stuff. Thank you very much. And got just, your stuff. <laughs> I got, got your stuff. Get <laughs> your five thousand gold. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, did I, did I tell you? No. I got a tweet. Well, you got from five thousand gold. No, I got a, I got a tweet from a gold seller. Oh, I got, oh from a, a tweet. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I got a tweet specifically. Man, these bastards are, are well, horrible. It's, aren't they? Well, actually, it's, I, I'm, let me let me let me clarify. It's not really a gold seller. It's a person on Twitter. Yeah. I, and I checked all their tweets. Yeah. All of their tweets was a promotion for this how to make money in how to make uh, gold in WoW book or whatever. Actually, I think it was on. It was it looked pretty professional. It came on like CDs. <laughs> Or DVDs or something like videos or something. They make like that. it, you know, and it's probably like one big PowerPoint file that says, "Get attuned to eighty jewel crafting <laughs> or something <laughs> like there, that." There's there's your twenty four ninety five no, well spent. Well, it's actually it was it was a lot more detailed. It talked about different professions and stuff like that. But no, it was like I think it was like forty five forty four ninety five. Oh lord, why would anybody spend that much money when you can listen to our show for free? Right. Well, there's plenty of stuff on YouTube. Did as you well. did you write back and say, "Do you know who I am?" Hi, Christy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I immediately. Okay, them. so yeah, anyways, moving on. So, oh, oh, and uh, just one last point about this whole uh, of the uh, what are we talking about? Mini cast. Oh, minicast. Yes. I almost said mod of the cast. These minicasts, uh, the, these are also things that Lindy and I are going to be able to do in the comfort of our own home. Yes. So we don't have to always get together and, and do these. So I think hopefully they'll be able to come out more. Yeah. What I would like to do, I don't know. We'll, we'll see how it goes. Is when we sit down to record the, the you know the main show, we would do these in between. So like as we have time on the weekends mm-hmm. or on uh, like on a weeknight or something. So these are definitely definitely be shorter in duration. They're going to cover a specific you know topic or series of questions that we get. I know it's going to wind up happening. I'm going to wind up bringing my voice recorder and my iPhone to to, to where we watch football. <laughs> and these, these are gonna, these are going to be like the raw episodes. Ah, major suck. <laughs> Pally's kiss my ass. Yeah. Ever try killing one in PvP? And then those are going to be our. These are going to be. It's going to be like Warcast Raw. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> or Resto Shaman. Resto Shaman. Hi, Christy. All right. <laughs> so speaking of rating, yes, you wrote you wrote some some stuff here about rating. So why don't you talk about 
you you get it started and then i'll uh, now the reason why we push this off to this week is because i knew that the raid was coming up mm-hmm. and i don't want to talk about raiding and have absolutely no idea what you were talking about mm. so now you have a clue so now i have a clue right. and look, this is the way i see it i busted my ass all the way from from day one raiding and so this is sort of like my vacation expansion <laughs> I, I didn't do much rating at all mm-hmm. in this. I did Alduar and, and such, but this time I just took it a little easy. And then come Cataclysm, I'll probably go balls to the wall again. Sounds good. Maybe. So in terms of rating, I wanted to first focus on, obviously, the most current content, which is ICC, Ice Crown Citadel. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of the things I just happened to notice just over the last couple of weeks is uh, the hard modes. Mm-hmm. So... As probably um, many people at this point who are regular raiders, they probably already killed the Lich King. They're you know they got their King Slayer titles, yep. and they're working on hard modes. So I just just a general observation. So I wanted to just kind of rank in order like how hard some of these hard modes are. So like like we're talking about before with Blood Queen, aside from the gunship hard mode, mm-hmm. which is just cake. It's really just, it is it, cake. It is cake. Um, the Blood Queen fight is probably no, it is. I would say it is the next easiest hard mode to do once you get used to the mechanics of the fight. The right? mechanics of the fight are fun, though. Yes, the whole thing where you have to bite people and make sure you otherwise you get mind controlled and yeah. all that. And um, it's basically it's actually pretty cool. It's like a blitz. It's very similar to the the Dreamwalker fight with the healing, especially mm-hmm. on heroic for that one because it's like you start building up. Whether it like in the Blood Queen fight, you get bitten. So you, so when you get bitten, for those people who don't know you get this amazing buff that basically doubles your DPS yeah. and then you cause zero threat. So yeah. you just go balls to the wall, all out, you're going crazy. And That's she fun. has so much health. And the way the the biting works is that she bites one person, then that person bites another person. So one you know, one becomes two, becomes four, becomes eight, becomes sixteen. Mm-hmm. And then once you have sixteen that's when your DPS really starts going through the roof. And it just so coincidentally happens. That's usually about one minute before the enraged timer kicks yeah. in. So you're watching your health. It's going, uh, tick, 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 tick. And, and then it goes about higher and higher half, and higher. And then, then, then it gets about to halfway. Then, then the next round of button comes and goes, zoom. That's when you pop heroism and then off you go yeah. to burn that last, you know, 40% of her health in a minute. Yep. Which is pretty wild. The, 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 we, we killed her on our third attempt, the second attempt. Do you know how much health she had left? Uh, 780,000. Like 40,000. Oh, my God. We <laughs> missed her by that much. Well, that's, that's what kind of sucks about, uh, about that fight. When she enrages, that's it. <laughs> she enrages, and literally probably 2.8 seconds later, the entire mm. raid is dead. <laughs> the, her enrage is pretty nasty. Yeah. It's, it's not very forgiving, so you really have to get her down before she enrages. So what are, what are the worst hard modes? So I would say once you start getting um, – so we had the gunship, Blood Queen. Probably in the next ones in terms of difficulty I will probably be, I would say, Fester Gut and Rot Face. And okay. those I'm – I'm just think, thinking the order of how we did it. And those ones are – or Fester Gut's pretty straightforward. That's just a DPS blitz. It's the same just when you when you meet him the first time. It's a DPS blitz. You got to make sure everyone you have the right uh, raid chemistry, the right makeup. You have enough DPS. There's not you know not too many healers. That kind of a thing. So that that fight translates to hard mode pretty much the same. Just he, he has more health. So mm-hmm. you have you know more less basically less time to kill him. You have to do better DPS. Um, the rod face fight. That's more of a of an interesting mechanic. You have to move around a little bit more, and then it gets crazy towards the end. But again, that equates. Very similarly, so right from the normal to the hard mode. Mm-hmm. Um, I would so I would say after that probably would be the blood princes. Mm-hmm. So the blood princes on heroic is a, a, a bit more of a challenge because now when you just the sheer act of moving, <laughs> you get this stacking debuff on you, and the more stacks you have, the more damage you take. The good news is if you stop moving, you don't take any damage. But you have to wait 10 seconds for that debuff to wear off. Otherwise, if you start moving again, it picks up right where it left off. What if you blink? Blinking is okay. The warrior charge is okay. Hmm. That's uh, kind of like the, the only cheats you really have. But um, I think for most other things, I know that fight for melee is really – we. I know we prioritize like how we spread out 
to revolve around the melee, especially in the beginning of the fight when when um, was it Kaliseth goes active and mm-hmm. he has the thing where he does that 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 big explosion and everybody has to get away from each other. Yeah. So the melee are moving and basically they have priority. Like we usually have them right around the stairs and everyone else is spread out. You know, away from the stairs, because then when that happens, the melee have to spread out like a like a you know like a flower in all different directions, and make sure they're they're not going to be within you know ten yards of the next person. All right. Um, so after that, I would say uh, Professor Putricide. Professor Putricide is definitely one of those uh, very challenging type of fights, but even still, you know, I'm just thinking back on on how our raid group is doing. We we actually still. Up until just recently, had some issues with Syndragosa on normal mode. Mm. So that's another another fight that's very everyone really has to pay attention, right? So when you get to the point where you get the ice tombs, everyone has to spread out. Yep. And, you know, you have the you have the one group of people that are going to go and spread out and turn into tombs. All the other people have to hang back and wait because if you get too close, now suddenly you've got you know a bazillion tombs and basically it's an instant wipe. Mm. And then when in phase three. When you know back and forth and back and forth, so that's another one of those, you know, don't stand in the fire things. <laughs> Pay attention. The green goo. Don't have you know tunnel vision. You're sitting there DPS and the boss saying, "Oh, this is great. I'm doing awesome DPS." Oh wait, I got that frost thing on me. Oh crap, I gotta start running. And suddenly, you know, ten people are encased in in, in the, the tomb and you know instant wipe. Yeah. Um. So. In terms of th- th- this was kind of like my observation. So a fight like normal. Normal Syndragosa is still pretty much a challenge. So, like, I would still rate normal Syndragosa probably on par with, like, Heroic Blood Queen. Okay. Actually, I think Heroic Blood Queen is easier than normal Syndragosa. I mean, it's just interesting how they did some of these hard modes. Even, like, Marigar, the first boss, mm-hmm. um, that's, a, that's a pretty good jump. So, like, I was talking before about how things scale. And how it goes from it's pretty much the same on normal and the heroic he just has more health or one yeah. little extra twist. Marigar is is an example of, of of a bigger twist. So that's really kind of a change between normal, which is easy, and heroic is so that's like a or I would consider like a normal transition. Same thing with Blood Queen. So Blood Blood Queen was pretty easy, rot face, Nefester Gut. And then like then I would kind of rate Syndragosa on normal. And then you have this like huge hurdle, mm-hmm. right? The Professor Putricide on, on heroic is well, like we haven't even we haven't even like started to do that. Like we're just going through Lady Death Lady Death Whisper on heroic, which is a lot harder than mm-hmm. on normal. Um, so just just a general observation. I know our raid leader was telling us about. Um, Syndragosa. So Syndragosa on hard mode is only like, a little bit harder than the regular one. But like I said, we had challenges with that. So he said, I'll make you a deal. We'll start thinking about doing <laughs> Syndragosa on normal mode. If no, on, on heroic mode, if no one dies on regular mode, that was his, that was his deal for us. Um, How did that go? Uh, we still haven't, we still haven't, well, we're doing, right now we're <laughs> focusing on Lady Death Whisperer. So no, I don't think we, I don't think we've. I think the most deaths we've had is maybe three. Was like our best attempt. But we still yeah, we still had some deaths, but yeah, out of twenty five. Yeah, out of twenty five. Yeah, that's yeah. good. So this thirty percent. Oh, are you done? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, the thirty percent buff. You've been progressing through ICC, and I haven't. Right. Uh, but I did progress through Alduar to a point before I stopped. So this thirty percent buff. Do you like this or not? I'm not sure. Do you understand? Well, I'm sure you do, but you yes. understand why they did it. Absolutely. And, yeah. and I understand the mechanics. So the idea being they're trying to make content that appeases everyone, right? So even even just recently I heard about you know the top guilds out there mm-hmm. killing Lich King on Heroic without the buff and like 23 manning it. So that's like your super, you know, uber hardcore guys. So, you know, technically, yes, it's possible, but that's like, you know, a handful of guilds probably out there compared to everyone. So, again, probably like less than 1% of the guilds out there, those super hardcore guilds who can do that kind of stuff. And I mean, my guild is, I would say, 
definitely higher than middle of the road mm-hmm. like you know kind of up there not really hardcore because we actually we actually have a fine line between you know being a little bit more social a little not casual i don't mm-hmm. want to use the word casual yeah but it's it's <laughs> a really word. good mix and the reason why i've been in the guild for so long is because it's, it is a great balance we don't have you know very strict you know we don't kick people if they don't show up for raids you know we may, may not invite them anymore we might recruit more people but it's not like we're going to g kick you yeah. you know what i'm saying so you're so that's fine you you just you go instead of being a raider you're a regular member kind of a thing yeah so the 30 percent buff just on just on that fact alone that it's 30 percent mm-hmm. it's kind of mind-boggling 30 percent is kind of high what, i mean what does that say about blizzard that they're gonna they're gonna have a, a raid instance where they're gonna give you a 30 percent buff to your Health mm-hmm. to your DPS mm-hmm. and to your healing, because why? Because you. Well, I think they just want people because to, no, I I think because they just want people to see the content before the before Cataclysm, Cataclysm comes out. I think that's the only reason why they're doing it. The people that really wanted to get in there and do it, they're done. They're farming badges at this point. I think the people that were a little late to the party, like myself, no, I mean I've been raiding forever. So I know what I'm doing, but do I personally need the 30% buff? No, but I could see why other people do. So I think this is just Blizzard's way of saying, all right, look, you know, the, the people that really wanted it have it. Now now everybody else can go. And rather than lowering the bosses by 30%, they've raised, you know, they've done this 30% buff. So what does that say about how they designed ICC is, is really what I'm trying to get at. So if they designed it to be a let's just throw a number out there mm-hmm. a 3 month grind mm-hmm. so let's say there was no buff okay how long would it take you before you can get some decent shots at lich king on heroic on 3 heroic? months 4 months 5 months a 6 while. months it would take a while but i think it also has to do with the release date that they have in mind for cataclysm so i would say that the 30% buff would sort of be the equivalent of how much of a buff? All right. For example, when I had all tier nine gear, my DPS unbuffed was about 2,600, 2,675. With the little tier 10 that I got the other day, my DPS is at 3,000 exactly. So that's a that's about a 20% buff right there. So you, you probably don't want to know what my DPS is. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry. I didn't say DP. I didn't mean to say DP. I meant my uh, damage. Damage. I, I keep doing that. My damage. The one that's in my character menu. Character Oh, oh spell power. Spell power. Spell yeah. power. Oh, oh, okay. 3,000. I was going to say, that was kind of low. <laughs> no, no, 3,000. No, no, my DPS is higher than that. But yeah, yeah. yeah my uh, my damage is 3,000. So so it's a 20% increase. They're giving you 30. So I'm sure that my off-the-cuff math on this is really, really rough and probably wrong, but it looks as if they're almost giving you the equivalent of Tier 10 gear if you already have Tier 9. It's it's like they're giving the gear away for free. Yeah, basically. Or or it seems like they they put this thing into effect – and it's like, okay, if you were to progress at a, at a normal rate, you're a regular guild, you're not a hardcore guild, and how long is it going to take that take, take you to while. reach Lich King Heroic? I'm honest. I mean, I haven't done the numbers, but I bet you it's at least four months, five months, mm-hmm. right? So like you're saying, Cataclysm's coming out or just people start getting disingenuous with it saying, oh, my God, this is like a huge grind. So this is their way of accelerating that process. Yes, yes, right? exactly. I don't think there's anything – wrong with it not really because i don't i think like i said i i think they want people to see the content before cataclysm it's as simple as that so what does it say about pugs though let me let me ask you this remember when next 40 was out you and i were running next 40 yep now what do you think would have happened if we had a 20 or 30 percent buff now a lot of guilds got to the end well, that's, see, that's an example because, of being way too hard. Well, no, well, yes and no, because Nax came out in August. The, the August before uh, uh, Burning Crusade came out. The, the problem with Nax was the mechanic that they used with the nature resist. 
that's that was the real issue there. So like in the beginning, you, they were doing so much nature damage, um, and how much nature resist good yes. gear was out there. Yes, you're you're right, you're right. Especially so you on have Thaddeus. Gimp- Thadius, you needed nature resist on the Thaddeus. Oh fight. yeah, you would have to gimp yourself. That was the problem. You 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 know all this other content's coming out, or this bad mm-hmm. gear's coming out, which is awesome. It's like oh, this is great. It's going to in- increase my you know health by this much, or my DPS by this much. Oh, I have to swap it out to put on this nature resist gear. Yep. You know, it's like but I don't know. So for the thirty percent buff I guess so. I, I, I I'm just curious like if I was on flying the wall at a at a staff meeting at Blizzard hmm. thinking, you know, I'm just wondering how the progression of this went. They're gonna say, Okay, here's ICC, here's how we're 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 specking it out, so it's gonna you know, we we did ran some numbers and it's gonna take a guild six months before they can, you know, finish the content. They're like Six months? Oh, no, that's not going to fly. That's not going to fly. Well, we can't redesign it. Oh, let's just give everybody a buff. Well, if they they think that it's going to be six months and Cataclysm is coming out in four, it's just accelerating it, I suppose. Make Mm -hmm. people happy. I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of Cataclysm. Yes. Ten-man raids dropping the same loot. (sighs) Is it the death of 25-man raiding? I so for me, anyways, I'm I've always been in a large rating guild. You yeah, know, forty man back in the day, twenty five man yep, now. Me too. I've been doing um, now. I can see why the Blizzard has done this. Um, it seems that for whatever, I mean, you and I came from back from EQ. Okay, mm-hmm. EQ one. How many people were in the raid? Seventy two. Seventy two. Can anyone even like? Can, can you even comprehend that today? No. What it would take, and, and remember, back then there was no such thing as vent. Yeah, there was no such thing as team speak. Yeah, everything was everything text. was typed. You had windows. You had a raid window. You had a this channel window. You had a that channel window. You had a whisper window. You had windows all over the place. <laughs> I still do. And we didn't have you know twenty four inch monitors back in the day either. So you just imagine the coordination that it would take. Not to mention, remember healing. Remember, remember what healing on a boss was like. Oh God. Yes. Yeah, remember what it was? Chain healing. Yes. Okay, chain healing in EQ means nothing what chain heal means today. Chain heal means, okay, your tank is going to take so much damage so fast, you have to line up your healers. What, four of them? Five of them? It's like the patchwork fight in 40-man Nax. Yeah, and it was to the point where, okay, you're going to have to spam your big heal. How long did it take your big heal to cast? You remember? Back then, I think it was like eight seconds. Eight seconds or ten seconds. So what did that mean? You set up your own little <laughs> chat channel. You know, the only healer healer thing that says, okay, I'm going to create a macro. I'm going to start casting my big heal. My macro is going to start casting it until the next person in the chain, I just started casting. You should start casting now. And it was just like so that you would have a thing of big heal, big heal, big heal, big heal, big heal, so your tank didn't die yeah. and just go around and around and around. And that's that all the hard. healers did was just spam and now, this macro. <laughs> and now we're down to 10-man raid dropping the same. As, I don't like this. I always I'm torn that- because from a main character, my mage, uh, I'm not happy with it. But by the same token, you know, since I love playing my shaman, I still like playing my warrior every once in a while. It's actually pretty exciting because... Now, they they have always been – this is kind of the one thing, you know, I really didn't like. I don't know if how it is in most guilds. I have a feeling it's kind of similar. But when you're in a, a, a progression rating guild, be it hardcore or mm-hmm. semi-casual or what have you, you always pretty much have to declare your main tune, right? Oh, yes. So you have your main tune. Your main tune is the tune. That's the one you probably the get tune. you know, DKP points on or whatever system you use gets higher higher priority for loots, higher priority for raid invites, all that kind of stuff. And it never really kind of sat well with me. I can understand why they, you would do that. But I always – I like playing alts and it was always cool to have the flexibility just in case – you know, something would happen where someone's on vacation or someone gets sick and suddenly, oh my God, we, you know, we're, we're down a tank or we're down a healer that you can, you know, hop on one of these alts Mm -hmm. and be useful because, you know, generally speaking, DPS are pretty plentiful and that my main tune is a DPS and, you know, and substitute in and back in the day, 
that only really happened like I was able to only do that like once or twice on like the dire emergency that if we didn't have like another tank, mm-hmm. the raid was not going to happen. Right. Or like the, the 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 tank who I was taking the place of had to like whatever he was going to be like half an hour late or an hour late. So I would come in for that half hour, an hour, and then he would come in. And I would bow out. At least this way the raid could happen, yeah. which is you know trying to be a good you know a, a good raider. So from that perspective, I'm kind of excited. That my alts now, eventually, even though it'll take them longer, are going to get the same gear. So if need be, if if that happens where they're they're down a tank, I mean that's the big problem with with my warrior right now. Okay, I started playing my shaman. I love him. I love him. He's got he's got full tier ten healing, two pieces of tier ten and DPS, a couple of badge things. He's got a long way to go for for his DPS. My warrior has fallen by the wayside. I mean, I don't have I don't have that much time to play that I can be doing three tunes in ICC every week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but but that was the whole reason why the, why my tank was there was for, to be a tank for the alt runs. But now he's pretty much been relegated just to whatever I guess five mans and, and such. <laughs> so from so I like the idea that, like, even though I don't play him a lot, my warrior is, would be to the point where if something does happen and you do need a tank, then I can go, go ahead and pull him in. From from uh, uh, my mage perspective, from a main perspective, not I'm I'm really not kind of happy with that. Yeah. But I can under, I can understand why Blizzard's doing this. They want to make the content a bit more accessible. It seems that it's harder and harder to keep these larger guilds together. Maybe it's an anomaly. I've been in, like I said, this this guild's been around for like over five years. I don't know. I, there's a lot of competition coming down. Did you see the Guild Wars 2 trailer from yesterday? No. Holy bejesus, man. You want to talk about something that could that could potentially do really, really well? Even, I think, in some ways better than Star Wars? Really? Yes, really. Huh. I'll have to show you. I have to show you the the trailer. So, so what's the angle here with with making the gear more accessible so that people can have the flexibility to play like two games or something, that, or well, just to keep them better interested? Well, I think that plus the fact that maybe they believe that twenty five man is just not viable anymore. I don't know. I don't have their numbers, and and I haven't read anything that said why. There's a lot of speculation, but uh, I really need to read something definitive on that. But I think that losing. A twenty-five man group is is a shame because I said this a long time ago on our show, back when we went from forty to twenty-five, that twenty-five man still felt epic, not as epic as forty. Forty right. was a lot of people, but forty was hard to manage. Forty 20- was hard to manage, but also forty the way it was scaled was. You could really do it with like thirty-five. I oh, mean, you could. You, you could bring five people that are not doing, you know, their part. Not with a twenty-five man, though. Maybe yeah. like maybe twenty-four, twenty-three. Mm-hmm. You can get away with it, but yeah. But it as much still felt epic. And and the other thing is that you can keep track of names and and positions. And I I, I always felt that twenty-five is good. If if things go by the wayside with twenty-five man, I'll I'll be disappointed. I just you're right. I don't see the point. I think the only well, it depends if they're going to have more gear, like actually more physical items drop from a 25 man. That's the only difference, right? So that that would be the only thing. Oh, we should probably mention that for some people who don't haven't heard what we're talking about here. So the idea in Cataclysm being that 10 mans and 25 mans are going to drop the exact same loot. Yeah. No more difference in item level. The exact same loot. 25 man will just drop more of it and like probably like more gold. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, I'm um I think you and I are are part of a dying breed though. It, it seems like more and more the Maybe. I mean just like with the 30% buff. So like <clears throat> I was saying before, what does that do for pugs? Now you can pug ICC 10. Well, that's man. what people have been doing. People pug ICC 10. I see. I mean doing hard modes. Doing hard modes. Pugging hard modes. I mean that's but we we saw hints of this coming a long time ago. When we this was around the time of Nax, maybe Blackwing Lair. When they said that only one percent of the population of WoW actually sees the end game content. Was it really that low? One? It was that low. Yeah. So so essentially, all these people, these designers, were working for one percent of the population. Mm. And I'm sure Blizzard looked at that and said, you know, I don't, I don't, or we don't think that's a good idea. And I, I have to agree with that. You work your ass off as a designer and, and an editor and an, and an artist, 
to put this stuff together, you want people to see your stuff. Uh, mm. But the loss of 25, I'm really not too happy about that. Yeah. So, but like I said, I think you and I are part of a dying breed. Yeah. We're going to have to cut. We, we have a segment we've got to cut because you need to leave because you have a raid to go I to. I do, unfortunately, yes. Well, <laughs> plus, you, we're, got to ride we're almost, actually, we're about, we're about we're 50 minutes. 50-ish minutes. So, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll. You you go through your, you got yes. some emails at the Mage ta- Mages Tower. Right. So, why well, don't you go through some, those? Yeah, I got some feedback. So, so I got a couple of emails here. Um, one was from uh, John K, who asks, uh, do you have information on what the nature resist cap is? What would be the best way to reach this cap on a druid bear tank? My druid is level 80, named uh, Elo on the Gilneas realm. Hey. <laughs> I'm looking to farm AQ for rep with a two-man 80 team uh, being a pally and a druid. What was the cap then? Wasn't it something like three-something? Well, fifteen well, back then. Well, well, back in the day, and yeah. and with the expansion, it has scaled back up again. Um, basically, my advice here is there. Um, this is very similar to if you're going to tank Hoder, right? So mm-hmm. there's there's three pieces of crafted frost gear that you can get, and it's really a balancing act, like it was for my warrior tank. The only problem is with nature resistance. There is no higher level nature resist. I think the best nature resist you can get is with badge gear from Shat. So, so basically you might need, I mean, we've, our guild has actually gone through AQ. I remember we actually went through AQ and we still had a whole bunch of, and actually nature is, I should say nature resist also drops in Mm -hmm. AQ. You can get some nature resist pieces in there, but that's all level 70 gear. Okay, not level 80 60. gear. Was just, oh, I'm sorry. You're, I'm, you're right. 60. 60. That's right. 60. Oh, geez. So my point is that there's a very large discrepancy. So even if you did get the best nature resist gear that you could find, it's going to gimp you. It's really going to gimp you. But, but does in terms put of it this way, stamina it, and, and like, you know, tank survivability. But if you replace one or two pieces with nature resist and you've still got level, I mean, you've still got tier 9, tier 10 on. Is it really going to make that much of a difference? Because you're still exactly, thinking, yeah. I don't and think and my next my next point was going to be how good is your healer? Because yeah. honestly, if you've got a really good healer and you're decked out in some really really good, unfortunately, he didn't tell me what kind of gear he has. But mm-hmm. if you're decked out in tier ten tanking gear mm-hmm. and your healer is tier ten healing, you don't need to worry. About you don't nature need nature resist. resist. You don't yeah. need to worry about it at all. The only the only thing I could think of where you may want to you know swap out. Maybe one piece, maybe two at the very, very outset is like Princess Hoo Hoo because mm-hmm. she does a crap ton of nature damage. But again, that's level 60 content mm-hmm. and you're in level 80 gear, both in tanking. I mean, the, the the numbers, it just my advice is if your gear is there, if you've got the tier nine or, you know, tier 10, just just go it that way. Yeah. And, and if you want to. You can go buy one of the ones with the older badge. Oh, you actually you'd have to go farm the older badges. So that's actually, I would say, yeah. if something drops in there, hold on to it. But you probably don't need to worry about it. Okay, the next email is from Matsuke. Matsuki. Oh, no, <laughs> Matsuke. <laughs> Matsuri. Hey, dude. I'm kind of a mediocre WoW player, even though I've been playing since launch. So I need some help. With a druid, I level up so slow. So, what's the fastest spec <laughs> for leveling? Oh, I made that mistake. Yeah. What's the fastest spec for leveling from 10 to 70? The highest I've ever gotten was 30, but it took like two weeks of playtime. Can you please help me? You know, it depends on how you like to play. I would say that if, if you're going to go for just fast leveling, I would say balance. But some people will argue that feral is faster because you can do all those animal forms. But I right. I don't know which does more damage, but I know that I don't like looking at a bear's butt the whole yes, time. Yes, I know you have this, this I have the, perversion I have the bear to butt feral. Issue. And let me just say, I actually have some personal experience with this. Because with bear's butts? With bear's butts. Oh, no, actually, what, exactly what you're talking about with balance because my druid is in his 30s now. And actually, this is what I've been experimenting with him. I am trying to level him as balance. Mm-hmm. And I can do it. Um, I understand the mechanics. I've played caster-type classes before. But 
it is definitely a little bit more challenging. Mm-hmm. But that's not to say that once you hit a certain point, like especially once you hit level 40 and you can dual spec, mm-hmm. that you may want to flip-flop. So my advice here is basically for your first like, you know, 20 to 30 levels, honestly, there's really not that much difference. No. And also uh, Matsuke didn't didn't tell me, well actually he says he's a, he's a mediocre player. If you have um heirloom gear, it helps tremendously. Yeah, but I don't think he has I'm gathering from the yeah, team out that he doesn't, character doesn't have it. So my advice right. is if you if you're first just starting out, I would say stick to feral and then once you hit level 40, uh, I think things are changed. You can dual spec. Um, my plan with my druid was to try to level his balance and I definitely noticed it was a bit slower and mm-hmm. more deliberate, a bit slower than like, for example, my rogues, my rogue is about the same thing and he has all the heirlooms. And I noticed that I was just tearing stuff up mm. as a, as a melee, you know, with, with all the different uh, heirloom gear, comparatively speaking. So I would recommend at least up until level 40, Level up feral, and then after that, I would say switch switch to balance because okay. balance on the on the top end. Well, feral on top end is really good too, but balance on the top end is actually Boomkin does well. It does very well. Yes. Okay, so tweets tweets. I got a couple of tweets here. Um, <laughs> I'll I'll talk first about um, my buddy Bertok. So this is the guy <laughs> who uh, still owes me dinner, and uh, so he says so. He had a couple topics. So another topic he wanted to talk about was should healers be doing DPS when they are not healing? He says no. He is there to heal and not DPS, but others disagree. So what do you think? I I do as much damage as I could when I'm not healing. Really? Yes, because it makes everything go faster. If well, we can get out of a if we can get out of an instance, a 5-man instance, 10-15 minutes faster, and I can, well, we can move on to the next one, sure. But how much damage are you really going to do? Plus, in tree I'm form, done, no. can, you can't cast. But I'm damage. not on tree form all the time. Oh, I see. That's just it. Is that I pop in and out of tree form? Put it this way: What would you rather? If if you're in a good five man, this is the, all right. Let me back up even further. Let me just start by saying this: When I start a five man as my druid, the very first thing I do is I gauge how well everybody is playing. If they know what they're doing, I pop out of tree form and I help DPS because everybody's banging, boom, 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 boom. We're going through everything. If I'm getting a crappy group, I'm healing and I stay that way. So it, it all depends on the group. Okay. So I, like I always wind up on the bottom of the DPS tree, uh, the tree, Meters, the, the yeah. DPS meter. But there are times when I actually show up at like a fourth, third, third or fourth. If you've got some people, no, think about it. My druids and like I hate to use the G word. But my gear score is like 5,100. Mm-hmm. If I'm running with a bunch of people that are like 2,900 gear score, that gives you idea, then right. that gives me a massive advantage. Even though I'm resto spec, I'm still doing more damage than them. Right. So I'm essentially picking up their slack, and we're getting out of there faster. So I would say it depends on your class. Like people bitch at me for not being in in heal and tree form. I'm like. Are you dead? No? Then what's the problem? Right. I always say that to them. If, at the end of the raid, like, Druid, how come you weren't in, in, in tree form? I, I always say the same thing to them. Did you die? No. Right. Okay. And for Shaman, <laughs> it's a bit easier because there's no you don't have to worry about forms. You can, you can just cast your DPS spells. And right. Then, yeah, I know as a Shaman, I like to do that. I'll throw up at least like a, um, a dot on yeah. there. And they, you're right. If things are going well, I don't have to worry too much about healing. Or I just throw a hot and then like a big heal on the main tank and then go sure. back to DPS I'll, and then just I'll throw a little heal. And, yeah, I'll sit there. I'll AOE a bunch. You know, if, I, if, I can, if I can do enough damage – to soften them up by maybe 15 20% and we can get out of there 15 20% faster sure i'll do it and nobody has really complained there there was one person that would uh, some smart ass would come around and say druid you're not supposed to be doing dps i said well what am i supposed to do sit here and wait for you to get hit or would you rather me soften these guys up for you eh. right well, nobody, nobody, nobody dies on my watch, by the way, not unless they do something really stupid. Right. Because I've been healing. If I can, I always tell people, if I could heal Patchwork and 40-man Nax, I could heal your ass and drag her on. Right. So so we'll see what Burtok has to say because he's not much of a raider and he runs five-mans all the time. 
Yeah. In fact, the 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 second uh, tweet I got, or it was actually from Burtalk as well, is an interesting comment. He says, uh, "Rating is overrated. I have three shamans that are identical. Now that is a real challenge." No, it's called multiboxing. No, no, he actually <laughs> means he's got a uh, horde shaman, a yeah. alliance shaman, and then when his buddy started playing and they did recruit defend, he leveled another alliance shaman because he just loves shaman. As you can tell. So my response to that is actually in the form of another tweet I got from another friend of mine. Who's, you have a lot of friends. I have a lot you. of friends, yes. And he says, um, and this, you know, we all know each other here. So he says, uh, raiding and your friend that will only do five mans but mocks you for raiding. Is he reeling a, a friend? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So um, the last tweet here is from... Uh, E think E think G four. Yes, I want to make sure I pronounce that correctly. <laughs> e think G four. Can you point me towards some chamois blogs? All the ones I ha- I find haven't been updated in months. So I already sent him a tweet back, and uh, unfortunately for me, well, fortunately for me, I guess I could say, is I leveled my shaman. When, excuse me, when I leveled my shaman, mm-hmm. I had the benefit of several guildy shamans plus my buddy Bird Talk there that I could lean on for advice. So I never really had to go looking for any blogs or online resources. So I want to put this out to our listeners. Um, if there's any good shaman online resources that you know about, please let us know so we can uh, put it out there for e- Ethink G4. Yeah, uh, to you. That's his. Uh, I know Ethan G four. He uh, that's his uh, Twitter account. So if you want to just send it to his Twitter account, it's E F I N K G four. Yep. Yeah. World of Warcast emails. Yes. Douglas writes. As for now, with Cataclysm, so you level sixty in Azeroth, then go to Atlanta to seventy, then Northrend to eighty, and then back to Azeroth for eighty eighty five. Is that correct? No. I think that the way that they're working it now is is that yes and no. It's that yes, you have to go to Outland. Well, no, it's... no, no, no. I I'm just thinking about this as I'm talking. As I thought that you still have to go to Outland. Sure, but do you then... really need to go to? I guess you, I guess you have to go. Back you could to... do well once the expansion hits. If they're gonna, well, we still don't know this for for a no, definite... because I read that you can you can. There's a lot more in Azeroth now. Oh, I don't I know see. if it covers. See, that's just. I don't know if it so covers. So just skip Northrend completely, huh? I don't know. I don't think so. As as far as far as I've heard, the only stuff that's going to be in Outland, as far as the new content, is going to be from level seventy eight to eighty five range. Oh, so okay. I think it's going to it's going to be similar to the way it was before. So I guess once, you, just like today, if you're level attuned, once you hit sixty eight. You're heading to Northrend. The heck with mm-hmm. Outland. Say goodbye to Outland. You're heading to Northrend. So it's probably going to be the same thing here. Once you hit level 78, you can really say goodbye to Northrend and go back to Outlands and start doing some of mm-hmm. that newer content. Can I read the next one? Sure. Right. Because I, I'm always I'm fighting for this all the time. Yes. Gregory Lynn writes, the one thing I wish they would add is better guild communication. Yes. Yes. Guild chat only works with folks online. A form of a guild website only works if people go there. A very basic form in-game would be outstanding. I'd love to be able to simply make a post saying I need Grom's blood or whatever. I think that could be integrated with guild housing. And frankly, I think guild housing has a lot of fun stuff to offer. Oh, you have no idea. I never posted pictures of of my EQ2 guild's uh, guild hall. It's on your flicker, isn't it? It's freaking amazing. No, no, no. That's That's just my house. Oh, but uh, the guild hall that we have is mm-hmm. freaking amazing. The, the my guild leader did a really good job with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if he goes on to talk, to talk about guild communication, I think that's a really really good idea. And I don't know why that that Blizzard doesn't implement that. Even even if they implemented a real ID and hook real ID in with iChat or, or AIM or something, you know something. I mean EQ's EQ ones had this for ten years now, and. It was great. I don't know why they don't do this so that we can all talk to each other. Maybe they assume that everybody will have, you know, Skype or AIM or Yahoo or whatever everybody's using now. 
Right. So, I mean, Blizzard has started to do some strides in that with, like, their voice chat that, like, no one uses. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the, the housing thing and the things you can do with your guild hall, both, you know, private housing and guild housing outside, are, right? are, are outstanding. Outside the game, yeah. In fact, you heard about EQ1, right? What? Oh, they're doing guild housing. They're doing guild player housing. Ha- player housing. No, uh, what, not guild housing. Oh, is it player no, housing? Guild housing has been in the game for a while. They're doing oh, okay. player housing. Player housing, right. So I can buy... With expansion I, number? 11. That was 17. Oh, no, that's right. 17. 17. 17. It's amazing that game's still going on. All right. So, hey, look. Hey, wait. Did you know, you know what the EQ, the next EQ2 expansion is? Uh, Revenge of the Elves? I don't know what. Velius. No. Yes. No. Yes. Uh, I can't wait. Oh, that's that's inside baseball there. That's inside baseball. <laughs> All right, so we're going to end it here so that Lindy can go to his rating and get Look his ass that. kicked by the Lich King. It's been an hour. All right, so if you want to email us, you can grab me at starman at worldofwarcast.com. Lindy is at themagestower at gmail.com. You can send us feedback, questions, recipes. Um, send them. Send whatever to worldofwarcast at gmail.com. My Twitter ID is StarMike. Lindy's is the ma- at the Mage's Tower. And we're working on our voicemail. We're going to get a new phone number, I think, or something. Right. And we're going to start doing Ustream as often as we can. We just didn't do it today because I wasn't in the mood. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's fine. So um, so watch our Twitter feeds, and including the World... Oh, you should also mention that we got the World of Warcast also on Twitter. So for show oh, announcements. Yes. So watch that feed. For when we're going to do the show live on Ustream, mm-hmm. so you guys can uh, join us live. Yeah. Oh, you can. We can probably say though, if if you want, you can send us MP3 attachments. Yes. Especially from your handy iPhone, if you have an iPhone with that lovely yeah. voice recorder. Do a little Feel voice free to record it, and you can email it to your us. Your Android phone. Okay. Yeah, I know. I got to mention that, or else people just you know. <laughs> and our forums at World of Work. No, geekistry.com slash forums. I moved them. Yes. Because 300 bucks a year was too much to pay. And, of course, the blog <laughs> at worldofwarcast.com. That's it. We'll talk to you later. Take care. Bye. Bye.